I don't know what it is. Good design, good marketing, but I'm a yuppie when it comes to Dyson products. I just, I just like them, you know. Um, I always think it's nice to have a product where you, you pay a bit more money, but it's going to last. And that's whether or not that's actually true with Dyson products, I don't know, but they've convinced me that it is somehow. Um, so I'm very tempted by their quite extraordinary new product. The personal ear purifier, a clip-on mask that goes onto some noise-canceling headphones they've just released. And Paul Stenhouse, our tech expert, has all the details. Paul, how does this work? I saw this, and I actually thought it might be an April Fool's joke. Um, and so had to go and really do some investigating. And I think jacket is actually real. It's we real. Do not. It's real. I thought the same thing. It's real. And you know what? I I think it might be a Good idea. I've been to some okay. really polluted cities, and having a personal air purifier that you could wear when you're out there in the pollution would be amazing. Let me just say, so the way that this works, I don't even know how to begin to paint this picture. It's it's a headset with big noise-canceling headphones, yeah. and then a big wraparound thing that kind of goes across your nose and mouth. And it sits just in front of your nose and mouth, and it takes the air in through the headphones, filters it and then pumps it in front of your nose it looks very futuristic like flying cars futuristic yeah like you put your helmet on and i don't know what this thing is but yeah i i'm into I it Paul. Know, what did you like I, about it I, you you are usually more of a sucker for this sort of thing than i am is it any well, weirder is it really I, any weirder than having a than wearing a big set of headphones and having a mask on I don't think it is. I think more people are normalized to wearing masks. I actually think this could work. Yeah, I think that if there was ever a time for us to pivot to this as a look, this could be now. But I think that it's got the same, I I think about the the virtual reality, like metaverse type stuff, right? You've got to put that massive headset, the the, the eye thing on, like the big massive Mm. glasses. Like, do you really want to be doing that? I mean, look, I love the idea, right? Lots of cities are polluted. We've clearly got issues with viruses in the world at the moment. And if there's a way to prevent that, then fantastic. But it's very confronting. I, we don't I, have I, I feel like it's less confronting than, than virtual reality glasses or anything like that, or even a Google Glass. I remember those from a couple of years ago. I, I don't know, man. I reckon the problem is, here's the problem. What would you pay for this? Well, what would okay. you pay for this? Well, so a good pair of noise-canceling headphones, which I think are amazing, cost about 500 bucks. A lot of money, yep. okay? So... If I was in a really polluted city, look, if I worked in Beijing, yeah, okay, well, there there you go. If I was wearing this every day and commuting every day, I would, I would seriously consider this. Would you actually walk down the street wearing this, mate? Look at what I wear right now. I know this is the radio. (laughs) I look ridiculous half the time. I know this is the radio, but I implore people to try to get a visual. Paul, we've known each other for ten years or fifteen years. How have you not noticed? I have no taste. (laughs) <laughs> How have you not noticed this before? <laughs> I look oh, ridiculous I a lot of the time. <laughs> it's a vi- there's no hiding that you're wearing it though. No, it's not that's like true. A, yeah, it, it is true. That is true. Look, yeah, maybe it is too much. You look like I don't a transformer. Know. I don't know. I just think I think one of the problems they'll have is that the world's most polluted cities are cities uh, are generally cities that are, have a lot of people below the poverty line. 
and that people aren't going to be able to afford a thousand dollars for a headset that's going to and that pollution is the least of their concerns you know like i i think about the most polluted cities i've been to are cities in india and pakistan mm-hmm. and the middle east where actually people like the idea of spending a thousand dollars on a headset for pollution is just an extravagance that you know people would never ever consider so i think maybe that's going to be the biggest concern but it'll be interesting to see if this takes off how long until Mike Hoskin gets one, do you think? Yeah, that's true, actually. He's a big Dyson fan He loves fan his well. Dyson vans. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> Thank you very much, Paul. Thought-provoking, opinionated, enlightening. The Leighton Smith Podcast. One of my favourite guests returns in 150 from Democracy Institute, Patrick Basham, and the first Institute survey for the congressional elections in November, which leads to discussion on other matters, especially Hunter Biden's laptop, you know, the one that the censorious elite banned from discussion. Subscribe now on iHeartRadio and get the latest episode now. The Leighton Smith Podcast, powered by Newstalk ZB. The voices of New Zealand cricket are back. Brian Waddle, Jeremy Coney on the front foot. The door closes on Ross Taylor's international career. We celebrate with a snapshot of his great innings. Thanks for the memories, Roscoe. Women's World Cup winners Australia acclaimed as arguably the best ever women's side in a tournament to remember. And we review the summer season since the World T20, ending with a 50-50 record. Who are the stars? Join us. Download the latest podcast now on iHeartRadio, powered by Newstalk ZB.